Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 1234 in Edmonton. Brendan Escott, Cam Moon with you this afternoon on Oilers Now, where guests receive gift certificates to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night on the town, every meal is an occasion at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Just tweeted out the link from our Oilers Now Twitter account to uh, check out that full interview on uh, Cam and Strix about uh, Jeff Gorton and his departure from the New York Rangers organization. Uh, you get the thoughts on on Tony D'Angelo, which I wish we had more time to dig in a little deeper on, but say la vie, that's uh, the beauty of live radio versus a podcast, I suppose. Uh, we got to get to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, company-branded apparel, products, and awards, all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. Well, we did have one signing in the past 24 hours that you didn't mention. That was Seattle. It's a two-way deal. Gustav Olofsson, one year, 750K. And it's a big one this afternoon. First world championship game between the two biggest rivals in more than two years. Canada, they're going to have to do it without their captain. One of their best players, Marie-Philippe Poulin, left uh, Tuesday's win over Switzerland, took a puck to the throat, didn't return for that one. Today's game against the Americans goes down at four in Calgary. And at the Olympic qualifiers this morning, Nick Ehlers had a pair of goals and Patrick Russell picked up one as well as Denmark defeated Anze Kopitar in Slovenia 4-3 to kick off that tournament. Oilers fans rejoice. Patrick Russell on the board in qualifiers. It's a big goal. They won. <laughs> the Danes. That was There was a run of Danish hockey players there between Ehlers and Bjorkstrand that came out of uh, Portland's program. Uh, who else? There, there was quite a few. They had a couple of big world junior performances. Mm-hmm. That, that's like what the... I'm thinking about. Yeah. Anyway, sometimes you get those small countries that catch everybody by surprise but usually not at the Women's World Championship where it is Canada and U.S. marquee. It goes down tonight at 4 o'clock, as you mentioned, although how big a loss is Marie-Philippe Poulin at this point? That's a big loss for Canada, right? That's your leader, and... 
You know, I, I think end of the day for Canada, it's probably, hey, be fully healthy for the semifinals and final when we need you. We're not too worried about getting to the dance. It's being fully healthy when we're there. And this, to be clear, is preliminary round action. It's not playoff round. Yes, final day of round robin form. So we will probably, likely see this in the matchup of the gold medal game once again. You know that, that I don't want to jinx it. I better not be. You can bet the farms of jinxing it, but I just look at you know Sweden and Russia to me would be the other competitors, and they've been outshot by like forty five. How about Finland? Finland. Finland. Not Sweden. Yeah. Yeah. I think Finland. I was thinking Finland. Okay. Sweden's not even in the tournament this year. No, they got relegated. Yeah, that's right. So Finland and Russia is what I meant to say. Anyway, uh, that again, puck drop four o'clock in the south of the province. We're going to go right now into the Oilers now audio vault for our friends at Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. So if you have any thoughts uh, on the off season that the Oilers have had, we're going to hear Dave Tippett and his reaction to that right now. He was on the show a little earlier on this month and uh, gave Bob his breakdown of what he thinks of the new look defense, the additions up front, and how this season may go as a result. Let's get right to it. Uh, Some significant changes, a very different looking defense. We've not had the chance to have you on since the club acquired uh, Duncan Keith. Um, And as well, uh, obviously, re-signing Tyson Berry. Uh, Cody Cece uh, on board. Uh, Obviously, Bouchard, I would think, is going to play. And Ethan Bear moved off. But we'll we'll start maybe with the changes to the defense, what you hope to see uh, Duncan uh, Keith maybe bring and, and, and how the complexion has changed a little. Well, you know, Duncan is uh, I mean, obviously a proven winner, Norris Trophy winner. Uh, when Ken reached out to our coaching staff and asked us about uh, acquiring him, you know, it was uh, everybody knows how he's played in this league. Uh, it was funny, after I started talking to him, I don't know if I've talked to a player that's more motivated uh, to play well as this guy as this guy was is um you know he he uh he had a great run in chicago and now he's looking for a new challenge and the challenge to help our younger players uh, take another step uh is is something that uh he really is is uh, jumping into and he's a motivated player he wants to play well and make sure our players uh take the next step so he was uh, i think it's a, a great ad for our team as we go through it you know losing larson um was not something that we anticipated but when it happened we filled the hole with uh, with cc real strong defender and um you know so i, I like the changes we've made this year it's uh uh, some out of necessity, some out of trying to uh, trying to really improve our group, and, uh, and I, like, I like where we're at. Uh, Evan Bouchard, we had lots of conversations about him. Is he pretty much penciled in as a full-time player this year in your mind, Dave? Yeah, I, I think you're, in my mind, I see Evan as a player, you know, similar as Pooley Arby last year, where, you know, he'll come in, he'll have, you know, hopefully have a really strong camp, and uh, and you know, take off, and he's a player that I think is going to grow. He's going to grow as, as the year goes on. He may start in the third pair, but I, I think there's chances for him to move up. So he's, uh, I know he's training with Darnell Nurse this, uh, this summer out east, and uh, he'll come in and very motivated player. 
and a guy that I know is going to have a great year. Oilers head coach Dave Tippett, Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. Dave, uh, and, and there's still a possibility the team might add uh, another defenseman. Of course, you have Chris Russell, who you played near, uh, was one of your four defensemen in that three-overtime game against the Winnipeg Jets. Have you thought about, like, you know, you played Nurse with Barry a lot last year. Are we to assume Nurse, Barry, Keith, CeCe, you know, Russell or Lagason with Bouchard? Have, have you guys kind of looked at that? Well, you, you know, you have stuff on paper, obviously, you look at, but uh, some, you know, a lot of that, uh, I mentioned to somebody I was talking to yesterday, it all looks good on paper in the summer, and then uh, and then you get into camp and you have injuries and you have uh, different things, uh, you know, player steps forward, one guy steps back, and now things change in a hurry. So it's, uh, you know, it's one of those things where you, you know, if you look at it right now, you'd say, okay, Barry, the, the, he's familiar with Nurse, you put him back there. Keith and CeCe kind of give you that middle pair that can be defenders. And then you look at uh, a veteran guy with Bush on the third pair. But if Bush comes in and plays real well, you never know. Or, you know, there's uh, there's different scenarios that will come into play. But I like the depth that we have on defense. Ken, I know, is talking about possibly adding one more guy. But, uh, um, you know, we've, we've got some new pieces, but uh, we're going to have to get to know them a little bit. But uh, for the most part, I like where we're at on defense. I think we've got a different look, but I think we could, uh, we could take steps forward. There's a lot of animated discussion out there in the fan base. Know that you know some of them would say no, the defense isn't better. They thought very highly of Ethan Bear, uh, who struggled at times last year. But you got to give to get in this league. Um, yeah. The Oilers added Warren Fogle in a trade, also signed Zach Hyman, and then uh, late on free agency day uh, got a commitment from Derek Ryan on a on a two year uh, term. Uh, and Warren Fogle signing a three-year contract extension on Saturday at a $2.75 billion cap hit. How dramatically has the complexion of your forward crop, uh, core changed with the maturation last year of Paul Yervey and now the addition of Hyman, Fogle, and Derek Ryan? Well, it's, we feel like we're this is as deep as we've been in, in you know the two years since I've been here. And you know, you get into playoff series, uh, the depth becomes very important. And uh, just finding people to chip in a goal here or there. And Hyman was obviously a guy that um, Kenny and his staff had targeted to. You know, he's a he's a top top six player, but he does so many things. He can kill penalties. He's a net front guy in the power play. He's a smart, smart player. He'll fit in very well with our group. Uh, Fogel is a guy that, um, you know, I, I watched some tape on when Kenny was starting to, to uh, look at them, some different stuff with him. And a real hard player, a guy that, you know, kind of one of those guys that you look at in a, in a playoff series and can have a real impact. Uh, Derek Ryan is he's a player I've liked all the time since he was way back in Carolina and just a smart smart player who can play a lot of different situations and you know as a coach he's one of those guys you look down the bench you're looking to trust somebody to get something done and uh, and he can usually get it done he's kind of a glue guy in that in that vein so he's um 
you know, I like the additions we, we've got. Also, I think you'll see Puliyarvi can continue to push forward. Yamamoto continue to push forward. McLeod will have uh, come in with a ton of confidence this year. So our group, our, our forward group, is a very deep group, and uh, and I think um, you know, I really think that we've improved there. Dave, it was interesting with Zach Cassian. Uh, basically, since he got the contract extension, he got suspended in 1910 uh, or 1920, and then we, you know, we ended up going and having the pandemic, and then came out of it short four-game series. He never really made, you know, the impact, and we got, you know, for the fans and all of us that saw Zach play against San Jose, specifically Game Two and Game Three of that series, he might have been the best Oilers forward in that series, and unfortunately for Zach, he wasn't a factor in the series against Chicago. Now, last year, he got hurt a couple times, um, but against Winnipeg, you you moved him up as the series wore on. You had a little bit of success with him with Nugent Hopkins. Is Zach Cassian a guy that maybe you guys and, and, and have to find a way to... He's got to do his part, but maybe you guys got to find a way to sort of get him engaged and playing consistently in the top nine, do you think? Yeah, I think I think that's exactly right. And my job is to try to get the best out of players, and and through some injuries and suspension, and uh, um, you know, Zach knows he can contribute more. I've got to get him more involved in the game, just like you talk about. But he's a guy. He's a motivated guy. You know, he he wants to. He's very committed. Like a lot of the players that have been around here for a while, very committed. They want this team to take another step. And he's working out hard this summer. He's going to come back a real motivated guy. And he played his best hockey when he came back after his injury in the playoffs last year. And hopefully he can continue that right from the start, to, you know, in training camp this year. At the end of the day, I mean, you talked about that. I, I, I watched the team, you know, you, hey, you watch years after year after year. Teams, uh, keys to success in the playoffs. Obviously, goaltending is a critical part of that. We'll get to that in a second. But you got to have depth and experience, right? Yeah. Especially, Dave, with the way the games are managed because it tends to take away from the skill players because I don't call as much. That's exactly it. The referees don't want to have an impact on the game. The skill players are, you know, watched so close it makes it very hard on them. You need other people to contribute. And, if you, you know, Tampa's a great example of that. They've got, they play a strong structured game, but they have depth throughout their lineup that allows them to, uh, um, to chip in. And they're not high-scoring games. You just need a goal here or there that can be a difference maker. And that's, uh, that's, you know, that's the depth you need if you're going to be a successful organization. And we continue to work to get to that. Dave, you have not two, but three experienced goaltenders. Obviously, Mike Smith, two-year uh, deal got done. Uh, Koskinen's going on his last year. And you have Staylock. Uh, where are you guys at with the goaltending right now? Are you comfortable if, if you have to come back with uh, Smith and Koskinen? Well, you know, if you look at what Schmidt did last year, he had a, a, an outstanding year, and I know he's very motivated to come back. He's working out hard. Hopefully he can come back and do the same thing. Um, you know, it was kind of a unique year with 56 games. You could ride one guy a little more. We rode Koski early on because of Schmidt's uh, injury and probably didn't get the start that he wanted, wore him down a little bit. But both guys coming back, you got Stalock. Uh, in the mix, we'll come back, and he'll, um, you know, he had a tough year with the COVID situation last year, so we'll have all three guys come into camp. Hopefully, they all play very well and uh, give us the goaltending that we need. In terms of the recruitment, my understanding of players was that, uh, you know, guys like uh, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisettle, and Darnell Nurse 
played a factor in that, and that, that is kind of how it works today. When you have that engagement level from your top-end guys, the fact that they're trying to sell guys and come into play here, how does that help an organization out? Well, it, it just shows that everybody's on the same page trying to push this thing forward. And, and all three of those guys, Connor and Leon and, and Darnell, have been fantastic. And even uh, after we acquired Duncan Keith, he was uh, uh, active in it also. So there's uh, that's just part of becoming a good team, and, and everybody wants to do their part, help out wherever they can. And sometimes for players, it's just not on the ice. It's, uh, it's you know, trying to build a team in the summer that uh, you can convince people what we're trying to do here and and get people engaged and and add to your team and add to the depth that you need how different do you think will it be playing again in the pacific division as opposed to the all canadian division the north division well everything will be you'll kind of go back to a a normal i think a little bit i mean last year was so uh off the map compared to i mean i've been in the league a long long time never had anything like that where you got play the same team four times in a row and and it was fun. The only thing that I, you know, I'll go back. I said this before, Bob. The, the only thing missing last year was fans. That would have been an incredible time in Canada. But to get back to a normal schedule, you know, hopefully fans, everything back to normal. I think it. Uh, uh, the players are looking forward to that and just get some more balance in the league. I think, you know, it, it'll just bring it'll bring a little bit of a normalcy to to uh, the league and and to our team. And I think we'll benefit from that. Number one in the league of the power play the last two years, uh, second and ninth on the PK. One of the challenges uh, was 5v5 play after basically McDavid's line and a little bit of dry settle, I guess, in nineteen twenty. You more comfortable with the overall complexion with the team today than maybe you were when uh, you and Ken started this process down the road here back in uh, for Ken in May and then for you in June of uh, 2018? Well, I think we have offensive depth. I think this is the most we've seen, and and not just offensive depth, but proven offensive depth. You know, so um, you know we we haven't seen anybody and uh, on the ice yet. So there's always you got to get you know you got to get the most out of them. But what we have, we have so many different options at forward now with. Uh, um, to try to find some more balance there, especially in the top nine. If we have some strong penalty killers on the fourth group and, and your top nine is, is we just seem like we can create, we have people who have a proven record of creating some more there. So so uh, we're looking forward to that extra depth and hopefully we can capitalize with that. Dave, we appreciate your time. Thank you for holding on the line there for a couple of minutes with us. No, and no uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see you here sometime. Maybe we will see you again at some point in September. September. Hope so. Well, I'm hoping early September where everything is uh, is normal and uh, we have a normal camp and we have fans in the building and it gets back to normal and exciting, exciting hockey. Dave, today uh, Canada will go past the 60% threshold, 60% fully vaccinated. Uh, that is not, by the way, 12 plus. That is everybody. So we're getting on our way there. So that's going to, that, that might yeah. make things a little bit better too. Hopefully we get back to normal, yeah. All right, Dave, thank you for your time. All right. Thanks very much, Bob. Take care. That is head coach of the Edmonton Oilers, Dave Tippett, that interview from August 3rd. So obviously the COVID situation changing a little bit from what you just heard Bob talking about. Bob back in the host chair on Monday. We'll be back in a minute here on Oilers Now. It's Brendan Escott and Cam Moon holding down the fort. 
12.53 in Edmonton. We all deserve a holiday after the year that we've had. New West Travel has a special VIP trip down to Vancouver. You can take a loved one, join New West Travel on a three-night uh, private getaway. Where are we here? To Vancouver, BC. Uh, New West Travel's uh, package including airfare and a private WestJet charter with complimentary open bar and meals. Departing from private terminals, three nights in a deluxe four-star hotel, all for just $699. You can visit Stanley Park, stroll the beaches, shop or dine in the beautiful waterfront city. You need a holiday this September. Space is limited though, so call New West Travel or go online to newwesttravel.com. Heard from Andy Strickland. We're going to keep going with the teams south of the border. Go California for a little bit with Dennis Bernstein. New era worth of LA Kings hockey Will they expedite their process? Will they make a move for Jack Eichel? We'll get some thoughts on that. How about Anaheim? They just re-signed some of their young up-and-coming core, but uh, you think they want to see some more out of Troy Terry, out of Sam Steele, out of Max Jones, some of these guys that they've taken later on in the first round, or in Terry's case, somebody who shined at the World Juniors but was like a fifth or sixth round pick. Anyway, bottom line is both sides with plenty of players that they could develop. We'll uh, chat with Dennis Bernstein about that after the 1 o'clock news but having just heard Dave Tippett's reaction I suppose to what the Oilers offseason has looked like thus far and that was recorded before they signed Slater Cuckoo to the deal so uh, consider their back end right now of Nurse Barry, Keith Cece, Cuckoo and Bouchard I would suggest is what opening night will look like is there a player on this Oilers team Cam that you're most excited to see a new addition? I can't wait to see Zach Hyman in oiler colors and the reason i say this is last year when the oilers played toronto every time zach hyman was a dog on a bone going into the corner to get the puck it's national dog day by the way i'm seeing a lot of great dog pictures on twitter so keep those rolling uh, he was so tenacious that he created opportunity went hard to the front of the net he's not like the biggest guy but there's a lot of fight in them, and I really look forward to that going into the Oilers' top six, how that impacts things. I'm guessing it's going to be very positive, I would think, but just from what I saw last season, that really gets me fired up to see what it does when he's playing for the Oilers. And although he's not a new player and did play 14 games last year, Evan Bouchard, I look forward to seeing what he can do given the, the full opportunity, as I would think he will get this year, of playing regular minutes and watching that development from the start of the year to where he is in the middle to where he is at the end, uh, gaining that confidence and that experience and, and where he can get to. Uh, where he starts to where he finishes next season, to me, I think will be very different. I think with him and the way that it ended up getting handled last year, and it wasn't any fault of the organization, it was just the byproduct of the taxi squad yeah. and they're trying to remain competitive when they needed to be. Uh, but I, I don't see that they have the same luxury with this player of him going through a bad stretch and then plunking him in the press box so he can watch for a few games and sort of reassess. You know, they... they it just doesn't seem like he's done all that already. He's yeah. done all of his watching and learning. Now he has to have the opportunities without the worry of getting ice time taken away or losing the opportunity to go out there and just do his thing. He's got to figure out how to make the mistakes at the NHL level and how not to make them again. And there's only so much, in my opinion, you're able to learn from, you know, five stories up above of the ice level. And 
maybe that's not how they wanted it to go last year, but ultimately it did. So if he does hit a wall at some point, I wonder how it gets handled. I, I would have to think if I'm rolling these lines out that you just stick with it. Yeah, no, you're probably going to have to just roll right through it. And there are going to be ups and downs. Mm-hmm. It's a very tough position to break into the National Hockey League. It's it's very unforgiving. You make a mistake, it's usually glaring, and it results in, at the very least, a good opportunity on your on your goal, if not a goal. Yeah. So I, you're going to have to live with that. But when you have the experience uh, that they have back there now, uh, with Darnell Nurse, with Duncan Keith, uh, with Chris Russell, I, you're you're going to be able, to, I think, uh, shelter that a little mm-hmm. and and be able to you know ease him in that way. But again, the part that excites me about it is where will he be, you know, by Christmas? Where will he be near the end of the year? And I think that that is going to trend up and it might go up in quick fashion it was going up when he had his first cup of coffee here at the nhl level and then at uh, game eight after he had scored his first goal against washington that was it and and then a couple more years of development since then and here we are so i I totally agree with you cam i think that he'll be sort of a breath of fresh air uh, in a franchise that well it's been a it's been a lot of fun i'm not getting swept in the playoffs but over the last couple of years watching the emergence of Pugliarvi, watching yes. what yamamoto flashed he can do this team has a lot of reasons to be excited now when you look at the bigger body of work this offseason so we're not that far away from watching it all come together super excited on that front get your thoughts in at 780-496-0063 we'll get to those after the 130 news we're going to step out for the one o'clock news right now with kevin robertson and when we come back Dennis Bernstein from the fourth period from Sirius XM NHL Network Radio we'll talk California teams when we come back on Oilers Now Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio 630 Chad